Hello and welcome to Cultivating Connections. My name is Ryan and I'm here with my brother Rory and our father Craig. It's become clear that disconnection is at the heart of our problems in life. This podcast is an exploration into deepening connections both with ourselves and with others. We believe through connection we can overcome mental illness, addiction, and hopelessness. Thank you for being part of this community. Hello and welcome to Cultivating Connections. Today we have a special guest, our dad, Craig Van Tynan. He's a psychiatrist, MD, and has been in the field for a long time. He's been a part of our group ritual for a while now, and we've had a lot of powerful experiences from my own perspective and from Rory's as well, but we wanted to hear from him how how these rituals have affected his life, how being part of this group has affected his life, and um, yeah, so you've been to, what, probably six or seven sessions now with us? Yeah, I think that's probably pretty pretty close. How has your life changed since being part of this group? And I mean, even since me and Rory started this, started doing this, like how has it changed for you the past 15 weeks? Uh, a very loaded question, but <laughs> yeah, in a lot of ways, and, and one in which I haven't had the chance to kind of organize my thoughts around per se. Um, uh, I feel I feel like it's been both rewarding, challenging, and um, to some degree uncertain. I guess are all components of the experience uh, with not necessarily knowing kind of where it's going or what it's headed to and with also feeling that um, for a while there was I had a sense of wanting to support not knowing where to fit in um, and whether what I guess what my role might be in a variety of ways. And, you know, there's still truth to um, all that. Um, but certainly the relationship um, that has developed, or not really developed, I mean, there was a relationship before. Anyway, the relationship has changed um, and between myself and, and both of you guys um, in definitely very positive ways. Although at times, you know, it can be a little challenging too, but not really in a negative way, more in a, a kind of positive challenge, I guess, that, um, but that can be uncomfortable uh, as well because I think everybody, like I get the sense everybody's working hard to want to, to connect, to change the way that we deal with things in a positive way. Well, think the other struggle is how to continue to still maintain the uh the things you need to take care of you know Uh, yeah yeah i mean we're we're trying to live differently we're trying to at least for myself i'm trying to live a different uh, life than i was before when i was really struggling yeah i mean this affects every aspect of our lives you know, so it's not something that can be taken lightly. 
and the fear of where is this going is something that I struggled with and I'm sure Rory did a lot and we still do but it took me a long time months to get to the point where I was like Rory we should do this because that was the big fear where is it going to go and I just had to come to the grips with I don't know where it's going to go but I know what I want to do right now which is try and connect and if I can if we can create a setting that helps us connect then we don't have to know exactly where it's going we just have to know what we're trying to do it's like we have to know where to point the steer the ship don't know don't know where the land we're going to is but we know the direction we're going which is deeper connections and i think at the same time taking care of the responsibilities and needs and um expectations that have to do with you know living together there's those are those are real challenges that um can lead to struggles um or can lead to positive outcomes and i think all of which are valuable certainly potentially um well how do you think it's changed uh, living together since we've been able to uh cultivate a, a, a better life at least i speak for myself absolutely i mean in a lot of ways well, what would you what was your experience with that like how it was living with me in the past versus how it is now well, you know, that's one of the most striking aspects of the whole experience has been um, what you've gone through, Rory, in regards to kind of where you were at. And I think you've shared that in this uh, forum, as I understand it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what this is, if I understand it right, is, is all about. Um, so having shared it, I suspect if people haven't listened, they probably need to listen to some of the stuff you've shared before to, to understand how profound the experience has been and in, in the changes that you've gone through, particularly going through what you were struggling with, with, um, um, you know, the drug, the drug issues, um, that pretty much colored almost everything. Well, it was, it was more than a drug issue. I mean, drug issue was at the bottom of it, but it was, um, uh, you know, I was just, lying to myself I was manipulating my own mind I was manipulating other people's minds I was uh, doing whatever I could for the drug and really un what I've noticed and come to realization since it's not the drug that I was trying to get it was the escape of you know reality uh, the the feelings underneath it all that are were very very overwhelming and they're still overwhelming but I I can handle them much better now I mean I'm not doing those drugs and I think in the past we didn't we didn't trust that the feelings were valuable right you know? now especially seeing how it's changed you and how it's changed me and everyone we know that the feelings are valuable yeah and of course it's still really hard to feel them right but we have faith that if we do positive things will happen the most destructive belief that I've really had in my life and I think I've seen it in you dad and and Rory too, our whole family has kind of been prominent is this belief that there's something wrong with us or we're flawed or um, we're inadequate. And that kind of clouds our entire life in a way, um, feeling like we're not good enough. For me, it turned into always looking for something to point my finger at biologically, psychologically or whatever to say, this is why I'm flawed. Kind of taking the responsibility off of myself for, for all my problems, really. Because if I have, you know, this 
learning disability, then it's not my fault. I hate doing schoolwork, you know, and I can't do it or whatever. Right. And, and you know, a lot of those things are kind of fed to us in 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 society. You, you need this or you need that to yeah. take care of this problem or that problem, and and so like and and uh, you know, it goes deeper than culture. Yeah, I mean the the medical model of providing uh, a pharmaceutical is really um, just entrenching that belief. Oh, there's something wrong with you. You need this to fix it. You need this to fix your chemical imbalance. And then it's like, oh, it, I really am, you know, flawed. But in my life, when I was growing up and I was younger, I realized looking back that I actually wanted that. I wanted to have something wrong with me so I could point at it and say, you know, this is the source. Left you, <clears throat> let you off the hook. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And since starting this group, I've had, or since we've been doing this, I've been able to come to terms with that way more. And I think for like the first time in my life, I really don't, I don't believe there's anything wrong with me. I think I'm, I'm perfect as I am. And um, I don't know how that comes across saying it, but to me, it feels great. No, hearing you, the way but, that I've seen you behave and who you've become over the past few months, I would say that I, I, I can hear what you're saying and I see that. Yeah, well, it's not to say that I, I don't have flaws and I don't need to work on things. Right, but right. like for where I'm at right now, yeah. I'm perfectly situated for this moment. Right. That's, That's a good way of putting it. And also, you're just not, you, you're saying that you're not inherently flawed. Yeah. There's nothing that is immutable about me. There's nothing that can't be changed. Well, I think we were talking to Dad about it. Um, not, you know, I really don't like rag. I'm not. We're not trying to rag on religion at all. Um, but Dad was was you were raised very conservative, uh, Calvin. Calvinist, Christian, which I don't even know if many people know what that is. But that's a very well. I'll rather just hear you speak about it. Um, if you're up for that. Yeah, I was thinking I could bring that up. Um, I think um, one of the things that Rory, um, well, actually, that I guess Ryan was just talking about, um, you know, is that sense of, I guess it really comes back to the same stuff, being flawed. Like, is there something wrong with us fundamentally that we really can't fix? Um, And thus, we're kind of stuck in this, the... um, kind of the fate of it so to speak which is um uh one of the you know great stories i guess of human experience is, is being whether you're at the at the um control of the fates or whether you're able to i suppose transcend it with whether that's the hero's journey or whatever you want to talk about it it's interesting because you know I, I was really surprised when at one point came out about the Dalai Lama finding that he really had a hard time understanding as he got more exposure to the Western culture that it was so striking how in Western culture almost everybody feels like there's something wrong with them that they're not right that there's there's a problem it, it's almost like a really basic difference and it's it, that the Buddhist uh, and Tibetans and stuff just don't see it that way, and they're brought up differently. But in the Western culture, we all have this tendency. And, and then it, it fits, though, with the experience that I've had, which it was. It was a conservative Christian. Um, it was basically Calvinist. It was Dutch Reformed um, church. 
um, which has a history in, in the United States, kind of going from New York to Michigan, Iowa. But um, I grew up really having the sense that you are basically um, defective, uh, so to speak. You cannot really, in of yourself, do anything to really save yourself or to make yourself um, like really okay because you're sinful and you're born into original sin and uh, and even then unless God chooses you there's this thing called election and there's other factors it gets kind of complicated the Calvinist uh, stuff but um, you don't really have any you know control over it the only thing you have some control over is to believe in Jesus to you know save you um, but in some ways you almost have to be chosen to be there, which kind of seems to undercut the whole process such that you really do feel like there's something ultimately wrong, flawed, and, you know, inadequate. And I don't think I, I mean, I think I've known that for a long time. And I think that intellectually I've moved a long ways from that over a long period of time. So I no longer think that way. Um, but that's different than how you really regard yourself at a fundamental level from an, uh, an emotional level. And I think that part was still stuck with me or still is. Because um, I don't think you know, it's not, it's, you're only partly aware of it, and a lot of it's unconscious. Um, and you defend yourself against it. And of course, whatever you fight, it's kind of like what you resist persists is when the great lines and, and, that's certainly something to resist because sure as hell don't want it to be <laughs> the way it is. Um, but, and so it's been a long struggle. And actually this last Sunday I had this period of um, experience while we were involved um, with our, our ritual in which I actually had a sense of how much that childhood belief system as it was so to speak um, had affected me and I actually was able to have a perspective on it and a little release from it that I don't think is probably 100% or complete or anything but there has been a change since then a subtle but significant change in which I don't feel um, the same degree of um, kind of flawedness or wrongness or badness or whatever you want to call it there you know i've noticed it i've yeah. noticed it when i talk to you it's it's less that you're trying to defend yourself or like show your worth when when i talk to you it's more just genuine you i texted you and i said it's more of just a pure energy exchange than it is so much an informational exchange yeah i actually texted ryan last night um i said that i had one of the um, one of the the conversation that I had with you yesterday, I was telling him about, was I felt more connected to you, and felt so grateful just to be there with you when we were picking the blueberries, yeah. and when we were talking, and I was hearing you talk in the past. You know, I don't never really let you talk because, or when you try when you were trying to express yourself in the past, it was very hard for me to keep up. But yesterday, I heard you like one hundred percent completely everything you were saying, and it was very very good to hear you say that and for me to hear that for whatever that's worth well that's that, a, to me a, it's worth a hell of a lot it's worth so. a lot that's a big change <laughs> considering what you've shared in the past about yeah, how yeah. difficult it is for you to be able to kind of hang in there with me at times 
Yeah, and I think, you know, uh, everyone in our family kind of deals with that a little bit. I know our older brother does. He's talked to us about it. Um, but, yeah, it felt so good to uh, to hear you just speak about your experiences. You know, just, just hearing you speak is amazing. <laughs> well, it was interesting because, in a way, it was a bit of a subtle review. It seemed a little subtle, the review on, on Sunday. Uh, the review of the experience or maybe reliving of the experience or or whatever it was um, but it was like a whole bunch of childhood type memories all kind of strung together that really didn't last all that long but then I, I kind of got distracted from it and uh, but I the processing of those childhood emotions yeah. but when I and I, so I wasn't sure if anything had changed but then I noticed something had changed and um, I noticed it right when we got back here when Mary came down and you said, hi, Mary, how are you? And in the past, you said that a uh, hundred times, but it never felt like you, it always felt like you just asked it because it was expected of you, not that you actually cared at all. But that time, it felt like you really cared. And Mary noticed it, and she was like, wow, your dad has a different energy about him. And that was amazing for me to hear. It's amazing for me to hear. <laughs> amazing for me to hear, too. <laughs> it's great. Uh, it's, it's wonderful. Because I think I was a little worried that uh, you weren't getting a, as much out of this as me and Rory were, and it's understandable, and, and Tom, too. Um, but it's really positive and empowering for me to see that you have are having a positive uh, experience and positive effects in your life from it. Yeah, there's a certain, the other aspects, I think there's a certain level of peace underneath the surface that is hard to fully describe. It's it's rather subtle in many ways, and yet it's it's got a certain, I guess, profound type quality. It's my favorite subtle but profound kind of idea, but it, it, it fits. Um, it's, it's subtle. It's like I'm kind of, I'm aware of it, but it's not something that jumps at your face. Um, and yet having that little extra kind of quality of peace, it's almost both, it's not just a quantitative shift in which it's just a degree, it's actually a qualitative shift in which there's a basic difference in the um, sense of, of peace, and which is why I think it's so significant. And, um, and it has caused me to approach things somewhat differently. I, I notice it at times. Actually, I don't take a lot to look at it and actually notice it almost any time. But you, you express it to me as like, it's just this sense that it's everything's okay, you know. Yeah, it's definitely a move in that direction, and I don't know, I don't know where it fits along the path of coming to grips with being truly peaceful. Yeah, but it's, it's a step in the right direction. It's for at sure. least a step. <laughs> it may be more than that. It may be partly just really accepting it. Um, as well, I think it's tied into our intuition, this intuitive sense that right. everything's okay, and yes. and no matter what happens, you know, we, we'll we'll be all right. You know, we don't have to be in control all the time. We can just go with the flow and yeah. be okay. It's interesting. There's someone I talk with on uh, Tuesday nights and have for a while. It's kind of a, oh, I guess an exploration into deeper levels of things, um, shall we say. And uh, it was interesting, last night it seemed like um, my intuition was much more prominent and, you know, I felt more comfortable with it. Not that much more comfortable, but it was kind of comfortable. And 
and the his impression was that there consistently was except for a couple little places was that it was much more notable and um and also one of the things we talk about some is thing is um basically non-duality and um it seemed like that was more accessible to me that idea um than it has been in some ways in the past even though you know, there's the same thing. There's a difference between thinking something and being able to work it out logically or whatever and actually feeling something yeah. where it's really real for you. Yeah, and that intuitive feeling, that's harder to trust because, like, you can use logic to take the responsibility off yourself in a way. But if you make an intuitive decision, that's on you. Yeah. And the more we can learn to trust that intuition, the more we can have faith in it then for me the more um just the better life has gotten really the more the things that i really want have been created and uh and yeah i mean it's been a long journey to trust my intuition and i still still can't trust it fully but i feel like this uh the setting that we've created the structure is a is a powerful tool to learn to continuously build upon my trust and faith and my intuition in myself and, and you guys. Yeah. So thank you for listening. I think we should title this one. Uh, no, I was just thinking of a good one. Uh, the power of rituals with Dr. Van Tynan. <laughs> <laughs>